0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to Overthinking with Katie. I'm Caitlin, and this is episode four of this podcast where I am reflecting on my student-athlete life and kind of working through what it looks like post-grad and life after being a student-athlete for big chunk of my life currently. I'm 22 years old. I just graduated from Cal Poly Humboldt this last May, and it is now August. I Actually, today marks the first month of living here in Portland, Oregon, out exploring the world in a new city, new element, and new phase of my life. So it's really exciting. Um, thank you for joining. Don't forget to like and follow, share a rating. Um, any feedback is good feedback for me at this point. If you listen to my previous episodes, um, I hope you can hear a difference. In I'm prioritizing the audio, making sure there's no um, background noise to be distracting or just be too much. I was recording it outside, so I felt more comfortable, but now I realize there's no point in sharing the words that I want to share and there's a semi truck driving down the road or like a ton of birds chirping so as this is my fourth episode I've learned a lot so far audio is a priority making sure it sounds good for you I know I like to listen to podcasts as I go on walks so ambient noise is definitely not something that should be initially added to podcast sound and I've figured out a better way to record it and just make my life easier. I'm using Zoom recording, using the audio from it. So I've learned a lot, and I'm really enjoying this experience. Um, Thank you for listening to this episode, and if you haven't listened to others, make sure to go and look at those. Um, Today, we are talking about the student and the athlete balance. I I didn't really take much note for it. Kind of just up the cusp, thinking about my experience, being truthful, basically saying, admitting to things too that I probably would have never put out on the internet if I was still a student athlete and knew that my head coach or like anyone from the school would hear. I mean, nothing scandalous, obviously. Just everything still PG 13. But I'm um, I won't get in trouble. I won't <laughs> have to run if anyone hears the truth that I, I'm about to share. So thank you for listening, and I hope you liked the episode. Um, before we get into it, uh, I want to set a reminder to make sure that you're drinking water, moving your body. So if you need a second, go ahead and pause this. Go get your glass of water. Um, maybe stand up move around a little bit and let's get into it right this episode is all about balance and we're talking about balance in life as a college student athlete and I just wanted to sit down and share um my advice my reflection some stories probably just see where it goes but it's more of There's no right or wrong. I feel like balance looks different for everyone. We all have different priorities, styles, motivations, disciplines. Like, There's no cookie cutter form. There's no one shoe fits one size fits one shoe. (laughs) One size fits all. So, I mean, I want you to take this and either if you're not a student athlete, yet or anymore I mean there's still different forms of balance that you could take from this so take what you will and again just a gentle reminder that there is no right or wrong and it is what balance looks like for you what balance looked like for me was having a social life going out staying in working out fulfilling my responsibilities as an athlete but also as a student I prioritized getting my degree over athleticism sometimes but sometimes I also gave like for me a balance is a scale like I imagine a scale and to emphasize one you have to you lose a little on the other it's just vice versa there's no ever true equilibrium I feel like one is always getting more than the other and that's what you don't see so when I was a honor student in college and you see that but what you don't see is the times I didn't go out or the social events I didn't attend I heard it on a TikTok the other day from Shonda Rhimes and she put it like eloquently of like, how do you, her example, obviously she's, um, if you don't know Shonda Rhimes, she wrote like Grey's Anatomy Scandal. And she was like, when you see me excelling in one area, I'm failing in another. And when you see me failing in this, I could be failing in the other too." Like there's just no what you're like never going to be succeeding in all of it at the same time so for me balance is more of having that perspective of it's not always going to be perfect it's not always going to be equal I'm not going to be able to put 100% into that as well as 100% into that because I can't afford to be giving out 200% like that so balance is finding small little pieces that you can give all you can. So when I walk to practice, I give it that because I'm not thinking about school. I'm not thinking about my social life, the homework I have to do. You walk in and you give it its full attention. I go home. I find a study space for me that works for me, and I can give that my full attention. I basically find that balance is giving full attention through small increments of the day in small spurts of time throughout a chaotic student athlete life like the day-to-day is full there's scheduled lifts there's scheduled practice there's scheduled classes and in between I find small increments that I can give time to while also prioritizing myself so if I feel I need to take a nap I will take a nap I don't I think I could like look at a humble state map and be like yeah I took a nap in that hall that hall probably that one too napping is a priority so that I can go into that class and give it the attention that it needs and not even like that it needs it's like I'm here at the end of the day for this degree so I'm going to give it my attention I'm paying for it um in high school there was like an econ teacher that made us like itemize everything about college and like each class broken down is like depending on the tuition I'm just gonna go with it was like 45 dollars. so like I'm paying for this one hour this one class is 45 dollars So I'm not going to just spend that willy-nilly. I'm going to get my $45 worth. So when you think of it like that, it was easier to be like, okay, I'm not skipping class because I'm losing, I'm wasting $45. I wouldn't waste $45 in any other sense. So why would I miss class? That's $45. So I broke it down into that and found that I never really wanted to skip class because I was... talking to myself of like, this is $45. I'm not spending it going out. I'm not spending it doing anything else. I'm not spending it doing clothes. It's already spent and it's right there. I'm not going to wait. I'm not going to waste it. I also know that at the end of the road, athletics and college athletics ends. I need a career. I want to be a well-rounded individual with some brains behind me. So I didn't skip class. Class is a priority. And that's where I prioritize. I feel like we should prioritize, find our non negotiables. And then from there, you start to find what balance really looks like. So I guess that whole tangent, that whole spiel is find your priorities, set your non negotiables. Like, what is really important to you. For me, one of my top priorities was class, was school in general, being the student. And I prioritized that. That was my number one. My number two, obviously athletics. Softball was my number two. I always put it as student athlete as best as I could. Obviously, there was times where it became athlete student. But number two was that. I made sure that I scheduled classes to accommodate the schedule work around my practice schedule. Made sure that um, I was fed, hydrated, as well rested as possible, those were my priorities around. Priority and non negotiable number two. Softball athletics number three is probably my social life, I would still want to go out with teammates, with friends, go to clubs, meet new people. But it came number three, because if I didn't get this work done, the school work done with practice, then we didn't really have number three. But every once in a while, again, like the balance, it shifts up and down. Sometimes if I'm really burnt out, There's nothing wrong with putting it on pause, stepping back and realizing these number one and two are my non-negotiables. I will take care of them. They are being taken care of. But I need a break, a pause, step away from it. Especially in those late hours where you think you're going to cram all the information into your head. If you don't know it by 10 or 11 o'clock at night, you're not going to know it by 2 a.m so put it away, and go to bed, or even sometimes I would go out, probably not the best decision, but I knew that I wouldn't go to bed either, I was so fried, so wired, I needed to get out, go laugh, whatever it may be, sometimes, it not even like go out, I think people think go out, and they think like always drinking, but sometimes you just go out for a night drive, go out to hang at someone else's house, watch a couple episodes of a TV show, basically get out of your space, go hang out with people, be social. For other nights, it's stay in and watch some Netflix either by yourself or with some friends. There's, again, like no right or wrong when how you want to step away from everything and or how you prioritize your non-negotiables but yeah number one for me was student number two athlete number three social life and violence isn't easy and sometimes you have to make hard decisions like saying no to going out or saying no to joining some club or um volunteer experience I know there's a lot thrown at you but you have to be able to not spread yourself thinly I mean there was a couple times where I was like I'm spreading myself too thin had to step back and be like at this point my balance is so wire thin that there's no one getting 100 percent there's no Full attention to anything because I can't even afford to keep my eyes open or have that social battery for that long. So prioritize yourself, end all be all, and make sure that you are not spreading yourself too thin, not over um, committing to things, and working on saying no. I know that I'm still working on that today. It's definitely a growing is be like, no, no, thank you. I mean, obviously it's really hard. It's really hard in college to experience saying no and then having that FOMO of like that fear of missing out because it does look like fun, especially nowadays on like social media, Snapchat, TikTok, like be reals, like you see it everywhere. And there'd be times I would be like, I chose to stay in for myself. I needed to stay in. I prioritize myself by staying in bed, watching Netflix. And I'm on Snapchat and all my friends, all my teammates are going out to parties where it looks like so much fun. But then I also was like, this is what I needed. And I know that going out sometimes, I've been there. I've been to that club, that bar. Sometimes it's not fun. (laughs) If we just like look, it just looks like it is because I'm not experiencing it and I'm not there. But I've been there. It's not fun. So I have to like remind myself of like, it's okay. I mean, obviously they're posting the fun parts, but it's not always fun at that place. Who knows what's going on off camera? I'm happy that they're happy, enjoying it but I'm prioritizing myself and FOMO is a bitch to feel. It is not fun, but you also just have to step back from that feeling and remember why you were staying home. Also remember if you've ever experienced a night like that on your own, out or not on your own, like out, it's not always fun. So you probably aren't missing that much and you're on social media, so you're getting filled in anyway, and if they're your friends or teammates, they'll be filling you in anyway, so you, it'll feel like you're there, so you can say no, you can overcome the feeling of FOMO, and still enjoy going out the next day, or whenever the next time you go out, you don't, especially in like college towns, I feel like you experience it once, You pretty much are just reliving that one night over and over again. Unless you're, like, in a big city, I feel like. Yes, every night's probably the same night. Probably a different tune to it. But it always ends up probably the same. And so you're not going to be missing out on much. If you sit out one or two or a couple, or even if you're someone that doesn't drink. You just... I don't know, balance also looks like recovering from the decisions you make. Um, there was definitely times where I would not expect myself to say yes, and I did it. Sometimes I would just say, fuck it all, I'm doing it for the plot, I'm just doing it for my storyline, For to enjoy this life, to say I did it, I mean... Sure, you could probably consider them bad decisions or the wrong decision, but I'd probably make them again. I had fun. That's what I'm going to remember. I'm going to remember the memories I made with my teammates, my friends. Also going to remember the nights I stayed home. But it's just cool shared moment between people and we'll probably still be talking about it when we see each other next time or hang out next time, or especially on Snapchat with the memories. <laughs> Those are fun to watch. And it's a cool experience. It's living life. Like I don't think you can really like excel and enjoy the busy work of being a student athlete, the school, the work on off whatever sport you play like going in day out day in day out of practice lifting conditioning to playing like I don't think you can enjoy it as much if you're not also taking time to let off some steam and enjoy smaller moments with teammates outside of that setting with friends outside of like a school setting letting your hair down and just relaxing having fun making bad decisions learning from them and just enjoying the moment like I don't think you can really have that balance it's even at this point in my life it's now work-life balance I can't have a healthy fine work-life balance without also having some chaotic decisions every once in a while And knowing that it will cycle its way back out. There was definitely times where I would wake up hungover and be like, why did I do that? And I would take care of my body. I would hydrate. I would drink water. I would bring that balance back in. And it takes a little bit of time, but it's so worth it for me, at least. Like, I believe it's so worth it. Especially in college, it's so worth it. Obviously, the feeling of being hungover or having to go to weights or lift or shit. I went to a, I had to work a camp on a Saturday morning. I told I was like, yeah, I'll go out, but I was like, I have camp the next morning, so I can't go too wild. I at least my thought was there, the idea of having a chill, controlled night, but still going out to have fun was there. It didn't actually end up being that way. I did end up being extremely hungover, probably a little still drunk when I initially woke up and went to camp, worked to camp, went home, went to bed. Not the best decision. Definitely not the best decision. Didn't feel great. I had fun. It's, a, it's for the plot. I can look back at it and laugh. But, I mean, it's. for me, that was fun. That was enjoyable. Not in the moment. Definitely not in the moment. A little embarrassing getting laughed at by teammates by waking up Extremely hungover, especially when they're holding the words of, Oh, I don't want to go out. I'm going to have camp the next morning. I'm going to behave. And then they saw what they saw. (laughs) But no, balance, uh, it's so tricky. But I feel like you're never going to have true balance if you don't just go for it, enjoy it, do it for the plot, make bad decisions make some more bad decisions, not even bad decisions, I hate calling them bad decisions. Bad decisions are, like, when it gets so bad, someone gets, like, from like, my opinion, bad decisions are, yeah, doing something so bad, going so far off the edge, that, like, someone's hospitalized, or gets, like, really hurt, or gets arrested, like, that's, those are bad decisions, but there's also that pre-stage of where I would consider a bad decisions, where it's just for the plot. That's where I think that's a healthy spot to be, best way to balance that non-negotiable of having a social life, making memories, having fun, having fun, having friends, having fun, all the Fs. And I also feel like it translates also into athletics because especially like I normally looking back most of the time I went out I went out with teammates and it made our relationship stronger in that sense of like we have those cool memories those cool bonding moments but it's also I don't feel like it's also necessary like if you are someone that doesn't drink or doesn't go out you still get to have those fun memories and experiences like I had teammates that didn't go out and drink and I would still feel like we still made a great amount of memories and had a lot of fun together without drinking so there's definitely a way or like I don't feel like you need to feel like you're going to be a recluse if you're not drinking so I'm definitely not condoning or like trying to hype up drinking and especially underage drinking. But I'm just acknowledging that it does happen, but it doesn't have to be like all that you do or the only way to have fun in college. Like that's definitely like that's definitely not the case. Like drinking and like whatever is not the partying is not the only way to have memories, have fun. But it was something that I wanted to do and I participated in. and it was part of my balance. but it doesn't have to be. there's obviously, like I mentioned, way, there's so many different ways to enjoy college the way you want to, with the priorities you have. But for my, from my college experience, I enjoyed it. Some would call them bad decisions. I call them for the plot. But I it definitely, it's, I was able to do that and able to enjoy it while also getting a degree while also not going completely insane with setting those non-negotiables, setting some boundaries, not only with um, my peers, my teammates, my friends, but also with myself, of like seeing where my limits are seeing what makes me happy Uh, I know that what makes me happy and what makes me feel fulfilled and good is having being rested eating well and just being recharged and whatever sense for me that was like journaling going on walks being outdoors which took trial and error like it's definitely something that like you don't just magically you know everything that makes you happy I definitely stumbled my way through but it's just finding what makes you happy being able to go back to that and then carrying it over into other aspects and just not being hard on myself if I did go out not be like oh why the fuck did I do that? Like being angry at myself of like, why would I do that? Obviously, in the, in the morning after when I'm completely hungover and I reflect on bad de- like bad decisions, like what, uh, why would I kiss that guy? Or like, why would I make myself look so foolish in that regard? That I would regret in the moment. I can laugh at it now, but obviously in the moment, That next morning, the hangover anxiety, it's different, but overall, there's no point of hating myself for that decision, regretting it. You lived it. You did it. Move on. At the end of the day, it's not that deep. It's all for the plot but I don't know. So it's setting your non-negotiables, setting your boundaries, finding what makes you happy, comfortable, finding what your balance is, but balance also means it's not all on your back. Like, I don't want anyone to feel That when we talk about balance it's a, you have to figure it out all on your own balance doesn't have to be um all on you all on your shoulders there's people you can reach out to for help especially in college athletics like you can reach out to your head coach assistant coach upperclassmen fellow teammates um in departments there's um academic resources, mental health resources, um, physical trainers, athletic trainers, strength and conditioning coaches, like there's different people that you can find and reach out for and ask for advice or even look to see as role models. I know I looked up to a couple people throughout uh, my college experience seeing picking up on what they do, seeing what works, because obviously, especially your upperclassmen, upperclassmen are great resources to learn from, like get what, see their experiences, talk to them, sometimes just pick up on what they do. Um, Because they've been there, they've gone through it a couple of years. Like, It's kind of insane how, crazy one year to another really does change and how much you can learn and grow from it like I don't think anyone really walks away between their freshman to sophomore year and it's like the same exact person like you learn and grow so much between even semesters really it's so fast and there's so much growth between it that upperclassmen are definitely a great resource to reach out to to see how they're balancing it obviously I, just like this podcast like you pick and choose what works for you what works for them might not work for you but they're definitely a great resource to go to especially since like you're not alone again like violence doesn't have to fall all on you you don't have to learn and experience it yourself like you can look out to other resources this podcast if you're listening to this for this reason to go into your freshman year or in between and you are a student athlete like this is a great start too there's also other resources out there online there's student athlete that's vlog I loved watching those vlogs seeing what they do. I kind of saw them as an upperclassman most of the time of just seeing how other people are coping with it and finding balance as a student athlete. There's also outside, not even just as an athlete, like just as a student in general, campus has resources um, within your degree, mentors that you can find, professors you can find um there's clubs I'm trying to think of like there's just some campus most campuses provide a lot of awesome resources that you could use Um, especially the couches like I mentioned great resource napping best resource out there to find balance it's having naps I fully believe that. And I would preach that. Napping is definitely part of the key <laughs> to finding a healthy, happy balance as a student athlete. Um, but overall, number like I like lists. I think if you haven't picked up on that, I like lists. Overall, number one advice is to set Find what's important to you. Find your non-negotiables. Establish your priorities. Don't have to be concrete. They're fluid. They can move. They can change with you. Sometimes my social life would be my number one, depending on the day or depending on how I'm feeling emotionally or where I'm at in that state. But overall, find what's important to you. Establish that, find some boundaries around that. Find how it fits for you, what makes you happy. Number two, my second main takeaway is feel comfortable saying no and acknowledge that you probably will feel FOMO, but it's not the end of the world. You don't have to fear missing out. Um, number three, Balance isn't always an equilibrium. There's sometimes some is going to be higher than the other. If you imagine like one of those scales with two sides, it's not always going to be perfectly flat. There's going to be some give and some take. Sometimes you'll succeed in one area and be failing in another. And that's okay. That's also balance. You're not going to be perfect. It's not going to be perfect. Just, I guess, number four would be sometimes you make decisions for the plot, might regret it the next morning. I know I, again, like I mentioned, hangover, anxiety, regret of being a fool, but overall, you gotta prioritize the life you're living. Sometimes that's making decisions. That's not necessarily best as an athlete. Again, though, I'm not, this is not me condoning underage drinking or by all means, but we all know what goes down in college. And if you don't, the movies upscale it for sure. But they're relatively close. So enjoy it. It goes by fast. My four years went by so fast. And looking back, I would probably make the same decisions. No regret. But I also feel like I can afford to say that because I did set my non-negotiables. I set boundaries. And... I made sure that I got my degree. I made sure that I was still able to play, still eligible, not in trouble, still followed those guidelines, still followed those rules. Broke a couple, but not to the extent of getting let go from the team, the program, the school. There's definitely... Some lines to follow, but you can still have fun and enjoy life and enjoy your teammates, enjoy the time. I'm just sitting here smiling and thinking about all the fun times I had because it's so much fun. Going out, staying in, just having those teammates, like having that camaraderie is so much fun. I am, yeah. It's hard to articulate it in the sense, but i you can have fun with teammates that go out. You can have fun with teammates that go a stay in all the way around like again, there's no right or wrong. Just enjoy it. um thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you I hope you're making decisions. The plot, whatever that looks like for you. I hope you're able to find some balance, find some comfort in knowing that you're not alone and balance is whatever is unique to you, whatever you want to, whatever you prioritize. There's no right or wrong. Just enjoy life. Acknowledge the times where it's not enjoyable or. Acknowledge the times where you make bad decisions, or the times that you regret going out when you said you wouldn't, or the times when you think you're not going to drink that much and you end up doing it, or when you say you're not going to go home with someone and you do. They're laughable regrets now. I could tell you that, but be safe. FOMO is going to happen. But well, you're doing it for your plot. If you need to stay home, stay home. If you don't want to drink, don't basically do you, boo. All right. Let me get off my soapbox. Um, thank you again for listening. This is episode four, Overthinking with KD. Um. Make sure, again, it really helps for my podcast to get out there to other people. If you could like, follow, and rate it either on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts, whatever you're listening on. And I hope you have a great rest of your week or rest of your day, whenever you're listening to this, and much love. I'll see you next time.